Noise department. Well, we should try some rosé on, on air. I'm excited because it's cold. We, we, we call it the ultimate day drink. This is um, absolutely the ultimate day drink. It's, wow. I mean, in, in Vegas, where the weather's nice, you know, nine months out of the year, it's, you know, tailgates, pool parties, kids' soccer games. This, this helps. Trust me. <laughs> You know, <laughs> any any kids sports. Any kids. <laughs> this is Thirst Trap, a beverage industry podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Bradley. Today, I have a very special guest with me whom I haven't seen in way too long. His name is Carl Ziegler, and he's one of the co-founders of Rosade. Hey, Tracy. Hey, Carl. How you doing? Good. It's been like way pre-pandemic. Yeah. And beyond. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's been way too long. Good to see you. So what's going on? Well, I jumped in with both feet on went and went full entrepreneur. Um when lockdown hit. I got uh, laid off from my national sales position. And I had had um, this company, the framework built out to where I had I was importing some wine, um, wholesaling some wine in California. Mm-hmm. And when I got laid off, I just immediately pivoted and started brokering wine. You know, I had a lot of contacts from wineries that were on-premise focused. So I reached out to them and said, hey, can I help you sell your wines to retail? And they said, yes, please. So I had a great year in 2020. (laughs) I I had a really good year in 2020. Um, it was a good pivot. It was. So I just didn't ever look back and started working that 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 company is called Concurrent Wine and Spirits. Okay. And then if, while I was doing that, I had discovered Rosade back in 2018 when the guy who created it in Australia very randomly started following me on Instagram. Oh, cool. He had no idea who I was. I had hashtag Rosé on a post. Uh-huh. And so he started following me. And once I saw that icon of the lemon with the sunglasses, I was like, okay, what is this? I, I, and then I clicked on, when it clicked on over to the page and saw it was rosé wine and lemonade spritzer. I'm like, well, that sounds delicious. Right. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like lemonade and everybody and rose. loves rosé and it's, you know, has a little spritz to it. So he and I started talking and he sent me some samples and I love the product. At that point they were in bottles mm-hmm. and it just, that didn't pencil at all in terms of importing it and selling it. Okay. So eventually we landed on cans. Okay. And then once 2020 hit and I had more time to focus on it, I really, his name is Lee Smallman. And he and I really buckled down and figured out a way to get it done. And we landed our first container in March of 2021. So um, awesome. Yeah, we're about two and a half years in at this point. Okay. It's going really well. Still a struggle. I mean, my roots are in Vegas. Um, I went to UNLV, and when I graduated, I went to work for Southern Wine and Spirits. So I worked for Southern for the first six years of my career as a sales rep. And then I was here for a total of 12 years. And then I probably, probably about three or four years too long <laughs> in hindsight. Um, and I, I moved back to California. And once I was back in LA, I started my career on the supplier side of the business. So 
I worked for several different companies on the supplier side. Didn't you work for Klein? I did. Yeah, my first gig was um, at, with a company called Allied de Mech, which had brands like Claude de Bois, Callaway, oh. Gary Farrell, Mum Champagne, Perry Jouet Champagne. So it was a great company. They they sold to Beam and Pernod Ricard. Okay. In 2020, I'm sorry, 2005. That after that, I went to work for Klein. Okay. So I worked for Klein for about six, seven years, and then when we met. Was when I went to work for Lang Twins, Lang Twins, and Oatley, Robert Oatley, yeah. and that they were with Johnson Brothers, and that's how yeah. we met. We had to work with, yeah, together. Yeah, we did. We did some damage. I can tell you, I don't know if Lang Twins wines are still around, but those were some of my favorite wines ever, especially yeah. that caricature red blend. Yeah, that was fun. I, I think they're still around. In fact, um, one of the the sons. Just reached. He just connected with me on LinkedIn, and I've been meaning to reach out. Um, oh, cool. So yeah, they're they're still they're a huge operation. They have a massive facility for for vinifying and crushing grapes and, and making wine, and they they farm a ton of vineyards in the Lodi area too. So yeah, they're yeah they're definitely still their around. Story yeah. Um. So yeah, I can't. After that, I went to work for a company called Terroir. They own some great brands, Coupe, Mayakamas, um, Sandy, Evening Land, Leviathan, like just some really great wines. And it kind of, it was great because it really kind of reinvigorated me in like the fine wine side of things. I'd been kind of playing in like the lower end here for a few years. And it was nice to get back to premium, selling premium. That ended, unfortunately, when the, um, the owner went to prison for it was some sort of embezzlement or mail fraud, something like that. Oh, geez. And so I had to move on from there because yeah. <laughs> they didn't last much longer after that. And um, yeah, then ended up the last job I had was national sales manager for um, Mount Beautiful Wine, uh, which is a New Zealand property. Mm-hmm. And so that was, that was good gig, fun. Still do a lot of work with those guys. Um, I sell in California, I wholesale two of the brands that they import. So yeah, it's um, been a an interesting ride to say the least. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's been interesting for all of us, you know, especially. Yeah. But I just I'm so happy that, especially during the pandemic lockdown, that you thrived. That yeah. really makes me happy. Yeah, it was. It, it in hindsight, it was kind of fool's gold because you know I was getting the, you know, money from the government for unemployment. And I had all this access to all this wine and was selling all this. On, so the following year was a completely different business model. I mean, entirely different. That's so awesome. I had to pivot to more of just a traditional importer. Did do some brokering of, of some wines. I've been pivoting so much. I feel like a ballerina, to be honest. It's been, it's yeah. been, <laughs> I mean, it's just been, it's been pretty crazy. Now I feel like, I'm on firmer footing mm-hmm. because I have a real kind of, we're now importing spirits um, as well as wine. So that's an additional revenue stream for concurrent. And um, I've taken on a partner who named Craig Demko, who helps me out. You know, we're, we're a good team on that side of things. And then on Rosade, my wife, Victoria, she and I actually met at Allied Demec. Back in 2005, we were both working there. Oh, cool. And so we had like a little 
you know, or it was actually kind of fortuitous that they bought the company and she went to work for Jim Beam and they laid me off so we could actually start dating. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> so in that, in that case, it worked out really well. Um, so she and I have been working on Rosé together um, since day one, pretty much. She's incredibly passionate about it. And um, she has a pretty, you know, impressive career herself. Uh, she worked for Gallo and did like event marketing. So she's got a, she did some really cool stuff at the Hollywood Bowl. And then she uh, worked for Beam, like I said. And then she worked for Bacardi and got some, had some great experience there. Mm -hmm. So she's, as far, as far as brand building and marketing, she's a huge part of what we're doing. And um, yeah, so we're, we're now in 16, 17 states with Rosé. And we just hit um, half a million dollars in sales uh, lifetime. So over the last two and a half years, we've done um, 500,000 and about, that's about 10,000 cases. So we're on our way. We're, we're, it's still a struggle every day. Um, owning a brand is so much more difficult than just working for someone. It's like, it's been, a, it's been an eye-opening experience for sure. It's just, you never have enough money. <laughs> you know, you always... It's like you're you always have to be looking for that next investor. Mm -hmm. And that's something I wasn't prepared for going in. So there's one piece of advice I can offer to anybody that's, you know, wants to start a brand or get into the business is be very aware that you're gonna have to raise money. Uh it's it's a ne absolute necessary part of being an entrepreneur. You have to understand how that yeah. works and and yeah, it's that's been the most challenging part for sure. Sales and marketing, Victoria and I, you know, we have that down cold, but yeah, this was a, this was the hardest part continues to be, but, um, we've gotten a lot better. We're, we're, we're starting to figure it out. The, uh, the pitch deck and the science of the pitch deck are something that we spend an inordinate amount of time on. Uh, I'm, I'm in pitch deck <laughs> mode currently. Oh, so yeah. My new job. Yeah. Trying to get it perfect so i can go present yeah it's get a distributor and then when you inevitably when you talk to different vc guys they all have an opinion about what you need to change about your deck mm -hmm. and so you're it's like okay who, who do you listen to who do you not who do you basically just say yeah go pound sand i like the way my deck looks now <laughs> um i don't really care what you have to say you didn't invest um so it's just yeah the 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 pitch deck chronicles that could yeah. that could be a whole new the pitch deck chronicles it could be like a whole new podcast <laughs> <laughs> well we should try some rosé on, on I'm, air I'm excited because it's cold yes so, it okay, is cold backstory is I've only tried this one other time and it was on my birthday 2021 at Silver Stamp right. And, Which was one of our first accounts. Yes, and because you told me, "Hey, it's your birthday. I see you're at Silver Stamp. Make sure that you try a rosé." So I did, but it wasn't cold. Well, you so can always drink it on ice. It too. was it was warm. It's much better cold. Yes, perfect. Uh, we 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 call it the ultimate day drink. This is um, <clears throat> absolutely the ultimate day drink. It's wow. I mean, in in Vegas, where the weather's nice you know, nine months out of the year, it's, you know, 
tailgates, pool parties, kids' soccer games. This, this helps. Trust me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> any, any kids' sports? Any kids' sports. <laughs> Does your kid do sports? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's okay. a soccer player. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, I think he's going to play volleyball this year, too. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. He's, and he's, a, he's a really good surfer. I love that. Yeah. I yeah. love it. But um, Rosade is, it's made from, well, originally, my, my partner Lee was making it in Australia. And then we were shipping it um, up, up to California. And that quickly became a problem during the shipping crisis of 2021, 2022. We were actually out of stock our first summer for, you know, a month and a half. And um, so in 2022, we started making it in California. So okay. I found a source for really good premium rosé. Victoria and I uh, solicited different lots of rosé and tasted through all of them. And our, our, our standard was if we won't drink it, we're not going to put it in rosé, in rosé. So we found a really good source. And actually, now we have an even better source who invested in rosé by pledging to give us 10,000 gallons of wine as his investment. Nice. So <clears throat> our next two runs are going to be very profitable. <laughs> thanks, to, thanks to Kevin. Um, thanks, Kevin. Yes. So we and and the the quality of the wine is fantastic. It's it's all coming out of uh, uh, Lodi, which is where business gets done in California, uh, yes. the Central Valley. That's where that's I'm where I'm a huge fan of Lodi. I mean, it's the people that these guys they know what's up. They've been doing it for years. There's no pretense. It's like let's just go get this done. So I, I love working down there with, with with the people that we're we're working with. Lodi is my favorite Zinfandel destination. Oh, yeah. That's actually the base of. Most of the rosé that we get is Zinfandel. Nice. Maybe that's why I'm enjoying this so yeah. much. So then we, so we use high quality rosé. Then we use um, fresh lemon juice from Bakersfield area. And then we just add some, some sugar and some water. And so at, before we can it, we use the Charmont method to get the, the spritz. And um, yeah, we, and we can it. So it's it's all natural ingredients. There's no artificial flavors or colors. It's all it's all natural. I mean, the specs are pretty good too. It's only 145 calories per can, but it's eight percent alcohol. So that's why that you know most of these seltzers are like four percent. Mm-hmm. So they're like a hundred calories. So you can okay. see where it actually still is is not too too egregious in the in the caloric intake world. Um, and then uh, six grams of sugar and like 10 carbs per can. So it's, okay. it's, you can, you can feel good about drinking four or five of them. I feel good drinking this one right now. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> so you said you do the what method? It's the Charmant method. So it just, it's the way they put bubbles in Prosecco. So it just, they bubble it up from the stone at the bottom of the tank mm-hmm. and then it's, so I mean, I, I know what that is. I don't think that our listeners maybe okay, well, knew what that I, was. So I just wanted okay. you to is elaborate that a, good enough, a little. Is yeah, that a good enough explanation? Because yes. I don't know how much better, I can, yeah, how much I deeper mean, I can go. Un- unless you want to go in a deep dive about <laughs> champagne and sparkling wines and the whole thing. But yeah, I think we no, it is not. shelf that one for another time. Okay. So we're not going to talk about the method champenois? No, okay. we don't have to. I can give you 10 minutes on it if right. you want. 
<laughs> and, I, and I could give you also. I'm so, sure you could. Yeah. You know, I do import champagne. So if we want to do a champagne episode, we can definitely do that. You know, I think that we need to have more wine on here. Like okay. so far, like, so this is, we're recording episode seven today. And we've had, like, we had a mezcal and a Taiwanese whiskey. Ooh, intriguing. It was so good. Right. Not smoky at all. Just like real, like. Was it more like a scotch? No, it wasn't scotchy. Like, really? like you think, you know, an Asian whiskey would be. Mm-hmm. No, not scotchy at all. No, no peat. It was just like, you got some good stone fruit in there. Interesting. So good. Um, and the mezcal was amazing too. And then the second episode was mocktails. Mm-hmm. And then it's been very beer centric. Right. Except for the last episode, uh, she introduced us to Jinro. Okay. Yeah. Sochu. Uh-huh. Yeah. The world's largest selling spirit, right? Yes. So that was a good I episode. I think I learned that from the thirst trap, actually. You did? Yeah. All right. Well, cheers to that. Cheers. So one thing that we always like to ask mm-hmm. is your, your gateway alcoholic beverage. Something that you remember from a childhood, if you have a childhood memory, a funny story, um, you know, what what your beverage of choice was in college, teenage years, whatever. So my first memory of drinking was my father would let me sip his Coors <laughs> when I was sitting on his lap when I was okay. probably, you know, six or seven or something like that, you know. So that I I remember tasting beer for that first time because it was such a unique flavor. When you're a kid, you don't taste anything like that. You know, you're drinking juice and stuff. So to taste something that was more bitter, and it, I was intrigued. And I, I I can't say that I loved it at at, <laughs> at that age, but I was intrigued because of the, the flavor. Like I was always kind of into the idea of different flavors, and I've, I was pretty adventurous as a kid about eating different things. And I just always have been really curious about, you know, things that tasted unique. So I remember drinking my dad's Coors was the first for sure. But I think the first time I ever bought anything, it was uh, strawberry Hill Boone's farm Oh yeah. at a, uh, a mini market in Redondo beach that would sell to anybody. <laughs> I think I was probably about 14 or 15. Yep. Uh, Strawberry Hill Boone's Farm was a, a fan favorite in high school for me uh, with my one of my very best friends to this day. Her name is Barry Lynn. She's currently residing in Guanajuato, Mexico. Nice. And I need to go there. Yes, you do. And bring her some of this rosé because <laughs> she would love it. There's one thing I, I need to mention. And I don't want to be a downer, but I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. I think it. that you should mention it. Yes. So I mentioned um, my co-founder of Rosade USA, Lee Smallman. Mm-hmm. So like I said, he and I connected on Instagram back in 2018. And then after we got going, I realized that I really wanted to have, you know, some ownership of this brand because it was going to be so, I was going to be doing so much of the, of the work on it. The and heavy lifting. And Lee was completely thought that was a great idea. He never really had any idea that he would sell it outside of Mornington Peninsula, where he's from. So this idea of selling in the United States was just like blew his mind. 
And um, so we had this incredible relationship. And um, unfortunately, he was diagnosed with a cancerous brain tumor in uh, January of 2022. And um, doctor gave him six months to live. And he fought, man, he fought hard. And the attitude was always positive, but we finally lost him last week. Yeah, I saw that. And um, we're going to carry on this brand in his honor. And, and his family is, you know, his father and his, his older brother are going to be get involved and continue to help us, especially with sales in Australia. Um, so, um, yeah, tough, tough time, but, um, you know, we're, we feel like we're going to carry on in, in his honor. And that's what he would have wanted. Oh, absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. He, he wouldn't want just everything to come to a screeching halt. No. He wants you to go forward and thrive. Yeah. This is his legacy. Yeah. So I, yeah, for sure. There's no way we're going to so stop now. We owe it to him. hundred yeah, percent. So cheers to Lee. Cheers to Lee. Okay. We mentioned silver stamp was one of your very first yep. accounts here on premise. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where else would you recommend somebody go to find this delicious beverage? I know they have it at Tommy Rockers. Okay. Believe it or not. Yep. Over by the Rio. Yeah. That's still, oh, wow. Yeah. I haven't been there in a minute. That's, that's where we <laughs> did our, our kickoff meeting with Nevada Beverage and the manager tried it, loved it. So brought it in. That's good. You can always buy it off of our, our website, um, okay. rosadeusa.com. And, and that's R O S E A D E U S A dot com. And yeah, we those ship out of California, so usually we receive it within three or four days. Okay, cool. And yeah, so that's that's probably the easiest way. But yeah, there's um, yeah, keep an eye out for it. It's um, or you know, check out the website. Check out our Instagram is at Rosade USA. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. It's it's a there's lots of interaction on the Instagrams on the Instagram page. And uh, we always have some, some positive vibes flowing from, from those posts. And, uh, and yeah, if there's, you can always message me um, through the Instagram page and I will be able to direct you to some accounts. I love that you're uh, with Nevada beverage. Yeah. So it's actually funny. My guy that was one of my customers when I was a rep for Southern wine and spirits, he was the buyer at P.F. Chang's uh, okay. at the Aladdin, Adam Gunty. Oh. And so Adam and I, I have known no each other. I had no idea that Adam worked at the Aladdin. Okay, I'm <laughs> he learning worked, No, he things. worked for P.F. Chang's. Oh, I didn't know Aladdin. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no so he idea. Was, he was my buyer at the Aladdin, and we've stayed friends over the years. And and we we um, went when I decided we needed to have a, a, a new distributor in Nevada, reached out to Adam. and He was imp- incredibly supportive. That's awesome. Has a lot, ton of belief in the brand. And he and Mark are just great guys to work with. Mm-hmm. We're plotting for next year, um, which is, we're really, that's when we're really going to launch is, is, you know, as we roll into 2024. We need to get, we want to get out to some pools for, for next summer. And, um, and yeah, get into the total wines of the world and the leaves of the world for sure. Well, I'm happy to help in any way that I can possibly help you. I, I you know I'm happy that. to do it. I love that. I'm just, I'm just thrilled to see you and hang out with you today and have you finally on the pod. This was fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's and just, it's very, it's, it's very easy 
I feel like I might have monopolized the conversation. So no, this is what it's all about. This no, you're the guest. Okay. You're supposed to monopolize the conversation. That's <laughs> all how right. this works. All right. I ch- I chime in every here and there. All right. All right. I think then I think we did what we were supposed to. I think we did. All right. I'm so happy that you came. It's my pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much. My first my first wine based product on the pod. Love it. Is you. I love it. I love it too. Awesome. Well, Thanks, cheers, Tracy. friend. Cheers. Great to see you. I'm Tracy Bradley, and that's the Thirst Trap Podcast, produced and edited by Gonzo Greg Spillane for Noise Department. Our theme music is composed and performed by Jose Torres. Please like and subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcasts and share with your friends and associates in the beverage industry or anybody who drinks things. You can always visit and contact me at thirsttrappodcast.com, and you can find links to all the socials there as well. Till next time, cheers.